Thank you for joining us this week at Shape the Culture. My name is Malcolm. I'm your host once again. Um, If you're a first-time listener, I want to take a moment just to thank you. Um, I really appreciate you tuning in, uh, whether you're listening to the message or even if you just read it online and you click play real quick and you don't follow it all the way through, just thank you. Um, If you're a continued listener, I want to say thank you. I appreciate you taking the time to continue to listen. I hope that you find something that you like. I hope you enjoy this message as we get creative once again, as we delve into the sermon of the Holy Scriptures. Um, I really want you to find something that connects to your life. Um, this week, you know, it's it's almost the new year, and I want to make sure that we go into 2019 with a positive, motivated, and cheerful attitude. Um, God has things in store for us, and it's up to us to take hold of the promise over our lives. Um, I'm really excited, all right? This week, uh, we're starting a new journey and launching into a new series. Uh, we just wrapped up our series, Strategic Faith. If you tuned in, um, we talked, we did five weeks of talking about our faith as an action, how we can have clear vision with God, how we can take time to plan with God, how we can be strategic with our friends that motivate us and promote our lives and feed us spiritually, emotionally, and mentally. Uh, And then we talked about how to have strategic faith and have faith in general. You really just have to do it. You have to have a just do it mentality. Um, This time, our series is going to be titled Chosen. Um, I want to do this series. It's something I'm very excited about because it's my belief that we are all chosen people by God and that God has chosen all of us for a reason. Um, And when I think about being chosen, there's so many things that go into it, so many things that I think we could remind ourselves on and really focus on to help us remind ourselves that we are indeed chosen people. Um, So we're going to dive into the lives of some of the biblical characters throughout the Holy Scriptures and really examine what it means and takes to be chosen. Uh, Starting off with part one, the reading this week is going to come from the book of Habakkuk. Um, Bear with me, that's a a different name, Habakkuk, all right? And this time we're going to go into his book. We're going to be in chapter two. And we're going to see that to be chosen by God is definite, but the choice is still ours. The choice to be chosen still remains with us. And we're going to talk about that some more. Um, We're going to read verses one through four, and the verses read like this. This is Habakkuk speaking. I will climb up to my watchtower and stand at my guard post. There I will wait to see what the Lord says and how he will answer my complaint. Then the Lord said to me, Write my answer plainly on tablets so that a runner can carry the correct message to others. This vision is for a future time. It describes the end and it will be fulfilled. If it seems slow in coming, wait patiently for it will surely take place. It will not be delayed. Look at the proud. They trust in themselves and their lives are crooked, but the righteous will live by their faithfulness to God. To start things off, you know, one thing that I've always found very interesting when we talk about faith and our relationship with God is that we're often called to believe it before we see it. You know, we we learn that faith is, is the actual belief in things that we cannot see physically. It's this belief that pushes us forward is, you know, this faith that you have to believe it before you see it. You, you have to really Believe that God is going to do something in your life, that he's going to do some work, some miracles, perform some great acts before you actually get to see them happen. And and many believe that this faith is what opens us up to receive answers and revelation from God, that when we decide to believe before we see, 
that's when the answers will come to us. And I think it's interesting in these verses that we just read because we see this demonstrated by the prophet. This prophet, he was he was in dire search of an answer. He, you know, he he was calling out to God for something. He even said that he had a complaint. He was confused by the world around him. What he was witnessing was violence and oppression. His world that he lived in looked like a lot like the world that we live in today, where it just seems like there's just so much evil, so much wrong going on. And it's like this prophet, he's calling out to God, like, how, why? Can you explain this to me? What is going on? And so we see that he was confused because as a prophet, God had spoken a promise to him. You know, God had told him you know, that the future was going to be bright and that he was going to, there was going to be big things happening and all of a sudden, suddenly everything would be made right and God's judgment would prevail. But the prophet wasn't seeing this come to fruition and he couldn't see how it would ever come possible. And I know me personally, that's something that I can really relate to. And I think it's something that we all can relate to. We can relate to waiting for something being in a mode of expectancy and and feeling like the vision that we saw, the vision that we had a dream of or the promise that we believe God spoke over our lives is never going to be fulfilled. And this leaves us with feelings of abandonment, resentment, and confusion. And we've been there before. But then I read what God said to Habakkuk. And it reminds me that God really says the same thing to all of to all of us. Let's read it again, what God said to him. He said, the vision is for a future time and it will be fulfilled. And so this reminds me that my confidence has to be rest assured that God's promise over our lives will happen. And the thing is, it might not pan out as we expected, but it will always come together as God intended. Because I too often have feelings of confusion and resentment. I also have feelings of joy and peace when things do come around. So I understand the duality of it, that yeah, sometimes I have feelings where I'm like really confused and just like, all right, God, this this didn't happen how you told me it was going to happen or how I really expected it to. But then when things do come around, those moments where everything starts to make sense, it's like, oh, bet, now I'm happy, now I'm joyful, now I'm at peace. And I find it really incredible that when we do receive blessings and witness miracles, that they always do happen at the perfect time. It's really in those moments where we suddenly understand why we had to endure our process. Like when everything comes together, we get why we had to go through everything that we went through. It's not that God left us out. It's not that we were wrong about the promise over our lives or we were wrong for believing we actually have been chosen. We just had to wait patiently like God told the prophet. He said, if it seems slow in coming, wait patiently for it will surely take place. We had to endure so we could remove ourselves from a mode of expectancy. You can have faith with all without always expecting something. Faith is just the belief. You can wait patiently, trusting in the process, and also be dedicated to the process. When you're dedicated to the process, you're paying attention to the lessons that you're meant to learn. You know, you're nurturing the relationships God has placed in you, and you're trusting in God's process over your own. And so we we see that when we're trusting in God's process over our own, that trust is actually something that we have to build in ourselves over time. It doesn't just come. We don't just automatically trust God. When when Habakkuk is speaking with God and receiving these revelations, he's not only building the relationship he has with God, but he's also building the trust. We're preached to about patience all the time. We've heard patience is a virtue constantly. We know this. 
we've seen the benefits of patience and we know that patience actually can pay off. But I think for us to truly appreciate patience, we have to see how patience directly builds our trust. So like when we wait on God and allow God to move in our lives, then we build confirmation inside ourselves that not only are we capable of being patient, that we have the ability to be patient, but that we actually can trust God to, in a way, reward us for our patience. When, when we're patient and things start coming together and, and all of a sudden it ends up for our good, that way we learn like patience literally has a direct uh, effect. Patience brings us good things. And in receiving those good things, we start to learn little by little that, okay, we can actually trust the process. We could trust God's process for us for our lives because patience isn't just about sitting and waiting. You can sit and wait in disbelief too. Patience doesn't necessarily require faith. It's trust that requires faith. You see, when we trust God and then wait patiently, then we align ourselves with God's process. Trust allows us to move in accordance to the promise God has spoken over our lives. And let's take it back to the verses, back to the scriptures. Let's look back at the prophet. We see that he had a guard post to sit at and keep secure. He was on the job and called to fulfill a specific job and duty. It was only in this place and at this appointed time that God could and would have provided Habakkuk with his needed revelation. The prophet had to trust that what he was doing is what he was supposed to do. We read that he said, I will sit and wait to see what the Lord says. He climbed up to the watchtower and and stood at his guard post. He was doing what he was called to do, what he was chosen to do. He was choosing to trust that God had a purpose for him, that God didn't place him in this in this situation, in this specific place for no reason. He needed to have the patience to sit and wait and allow his trust to keep him at his work, remain in his position, and do everything God was calling him to do. If he had chosen to do something else, go somewhere else, his frustration would have been prolonged. We see that he had to make a conscious choice to stick to his duty, to his chosen role. You know, I think we're we're all born with this this sense of responsibility. We know that we are called and chosen to be somebody and to do something. And this is something that is innate in, in our human nature. Our consciousness is always calling us to discover our purpose and, and to make sure that we live it out. And so like being chosen is something that I want us to understand that we can be definite about. We are chosen people. We are chosen to do something, to be somebody. Our responsibility lies with making the correct choices to not only believe that we are chosen, but to act like it. Our responsibility hat has to push us towards fulfilling our duties and bettering ourselves each and every day. And, you know, that's why I wanted to use the example of Habakkuk to open up this chosen series, because this prophet demonstrated demonstrated to us that even through our frustration, if we keep our trust in God and believe in ourselves, then everything God promised us will come to light. See, even though he was a prophet, he still had... He still had this feeling inside of him. See, prophets during these times prided themselves on their communication with God. And so if a prophet could not communicate with God, then he was condemned as being false and his purpose was put into question. 
And so we see Habakkuk communicating with God and waiting for answers and venting his frustrations, giving complaints to God because he he wasn't receiving answers. And then the answers that he would receive, they wouldn't necessarily come to fruition the way he thought. So Habakkuk had to work through all that. And he had to really push through that mentality of being confused and worried and say, okay, never mind. I'm going to sit and wait because I am chosen. I am a prophet. I can do this. And I think that, again, we can relate to this. We can relate to waiting for God to give us answers. We can relate to not seeing the vision God gave us coming to life. We can relate to the feelings of questioning ourselves, questioning our faith, and stewing in feelings of frustration. But then with Habakkuk, we also received an answer to help us deal with all of these feelings. God lets us know that our responsibility is to live by our faith. God tells us that those who live in right standing with God live by their faith. And this is why I love to remind myself that faith is an action. Because when I live by my faith, then I continue to make strides towards my destiny and my calling, even when I do feel frustrated. And so I want to remind you again that you are chosen, that you have been anointed, and you may be waiting for your appointment, for your appointed time, for your destiny to to really hit and for everything to become glorious for you. But don't lose your faith. Do what you have to do. If you have to climb, stand, walk, do whatever you have to do to keep yourself going because God has called you and you will not be forgotten or abandoned. Thank you once again for tuning in. Uh, This is Shape the Culture's podcast where every week uh, we provide a motivational, creative, innovative, authentic sermon from the word of God. Um, Like I said, if you're a first time listener, you're very appreciated. I hope you tuned in. I hope you subscribe. You you can subscribe. Um, There's two ways you can subscribe. You can go to shapetheculture.org or you could also text the word shape to 345-345. So those are the two ways. If you're a continued listener, thank you for tuning back in. Uh, Make sure you also subscribe. Uh, Make sure you provide me with any feedback that you have for me, positive, negative, constructive criticism. Leave me a review, a rating, or a comment. Also, make sure that you share with a friend. We follow the model of each one, teach one. So if you found something that connected with you, make sure you share with a friend. It's all love. I appreciate y'all for listening. Talk to you next week.